welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today we will be talking about Season 6, Episode 1 of BoJack Horseman, A Horse Walks Into Rehab. I'm your host, Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? I'm doing great. I can't believe this is the last season, though. I know. I, I feel like I like update us constantly of like, I can't believe it, but... Really? You awesome. really do be surprised by time passing, I have noticed. <laughs> but I also can't believe it. I'm not ready to talk about it. I might cry. Like, I know Bojack Horse Pod is an ending, but it still and just yet. feels, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's hard. It's just tough. Yes, it's tough. But you know what? <laughs> it's fine. We don't, we don't need to face this grief right now, and we certainly don't need to face it alone because we have an amazing guest who... It is entirely my fault that we have not been able to talk to him sooner, and I take full accountability. Matt Ligori is here. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. So happy to finally be here. It's not your fault. It is definitely a combination. Well, also very much my fault. I will often be too busy for anybody, <laughs> so that's a thing that will happen. And I think you just, if anything, feel that way because of the whole choir room story where you were, you know, our first and our last as far as episode recaps go. So, like, we really kind of, like force you into this feeling of like being a sentimental guest in the choir room and now maybe you feel that guilt I don't know (laughs) I I just feel I just feel bad that we haven't had you sooner when I asked you what episode you wanted like before we even started you were like oh I want that episode from season five (laughs) and then Mike Bloom (laughs) also wanted that episode and then Lindsay and I were like it's fine we'll just have two guests and then you were like Kirsten, that podcast is going to be seven years long if right. I'm there too. Like, I'll do a different one. And I was like, are you sure? And then honestly, thank God, because I don't <laughs> think I could have handled it was, any it was more emotions hours. on that podcast. Like, it was too emotional already. And like, I'm a, I'm dead inside, you know? Like, I can't handle that much. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm not dead inside anymore. But I previously dead inside, <laughs> aspired to be again one day. Oh. So I'm, I'm actually glad that we didn't have two guests for that one, because I think it would have just been emotionally too much. Yeah, and I was like, like I love that episode. I even rewatched it at the time that I potentially would have been on with you guys. I was like, I just want to watch this again. And I was like, again, in awe of that episode because it is, you know, hashtag that episode. So, but you guys did a great job with Mike and, you know, it was a very fun podcast. So at least, you know, there was, it's not like there was no coverage. I'm still here. (laughs) That's true. You're here. I'm here. We made it. Yes. And we're so glad that you are here. So happy to be here. So again, so would you be able to walk us through like your BoJack Horseman history? It's not going to be that exciting. Because like, I don't want to be like, I'm not the biggest BoJack fan. But like, there have been some people who have come in here, you know, like big BoJack fans. And for me, it was just a show that I started watching because everybody was like, oh, it's so good. And I was like, oh, this is definitely good. It's funny. It's obviously got some, you know hard-hitting topics that make it compelling along the way i'm really not into animated shows like i'm this is not my genre this is the only show that i can think of as a as an adult that i've consumed and enjoyed again in this genre but just the fact that like so many of my friends watched it and it was good so every time that a new season came out i was like oh yeah like a new season of that i probably should watch it and then i would watch it and i would enjoy it and yeah so like i said not the not not like (laughs) some kind of diehard bojack fan but anytime that i watch it i'm reminded like oh yeah this is fun well not fun maybe it's not fun but it's good (laughs) yeah this is devastating (laughs) some episodes are fun this one i thought bojack horseman was supposed to be good and fun Mm, yes famously it's good it's good It's not always fun. Certainly not. not. I I feel like that's good because I also feel like 
even though Lindsay and I started a podcast about it, I also feel like I'm like, oh, well, I watched Bojack Horseman and I like it. And then every time we watch an episode to actually analyze it, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> the layers I never considered because I never thought about it so hard. The mm-hmm. disclaimers, like it's, it's like one per like every other episode yeah, for you guys, unfortunately. Literally. I, like when we started this one, I was like, wait, do I need to do one this time? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a heavy show. I feel like if anybody's listening to a recap of this, you know what the show is and you know what, you know, could be involved. It doesn't hurt by any means to have that at the beginning of all these episodes because maybe on one particular day, like, somebody's not ready for the topic. But, you know, it's... Yeah. Uh, I didn't put a note at the top of this one saying, like, we need a content warning, which I usually try to remember to do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... You know what? I don't even know what we would put the content warning for this one on. So I feel <laughs> don't like watch Bojack ever. We probably don't need one. <laughs> Yeah, this show will make you feel bad. (laughs) Can I just say, though, before we get too deep into the actual episode and all, you guys absolutely, like, own Tuesdays. It's it's insane. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know what everybody else feels or has in their podcast feed on a Tuesday, but it's, like, you guys, and that's kind of it most of the time. See, that's why we picked Tuesdays. Because I was, like, (laughs) I don't get anything in my feed on a Tuesday, so I think it's our shot. And Lindsay was, like... Oh, I get a couple of things. I think like an NPR podcast or something. <laughs> and I was, and she was like, maybe Mondays. And I was like, no, I get a bunch on Mondays. It has yeah. to be Tuesdays. No, I you really, nailed it. Like, I really pushed back on that, and I, I think it's worked well for us. Yeah, maintenance phase is also on Tuesday. <laughs> I can't. I you think I have the mental capacity to subscribe <laughs> to maintenance phase? Yeah, I know. I know. It's so good, though. And, but uh, also, every time I listen to Maintenance Phase, I want to listen to 10 of them. So if I subscribed and listened weekly, it just wouldn't scratch that itch the same way. Yeah, fair. Matt, Maintenance Phase is a podcast oh, uh, thank you. about, like, <laughs> they, they talk about, like, body image and diet culture oh. and, like, all of, the, like, they go, they'll go through, they'll be like, this week we're talking about X diet pill. And they'll talk about, like, the path oh. that it went through to get through, like, the FDA and, like, how dangerous it is and how... And, or, like, all these, like, societal issues around, like, anti-fat bias and stuff like that. Lindsay, it's, we like this podcast? It's, it's so good. Acad- <laughs> it's super <laughs> academic, but it is so good because they unlock, like, all of these things that you just haven't, like, especially as someone who, like, in general, I, like, I, I wear straight size clothes. Like, I inhabit, like, a fairly thin body. And so, like, it's stuff that you just have never thought about mm-hmm. as, like, a thin person. And it just, like, blows your mind. And, like, the connections between racism and anti-fat body. Like, they're so good. They're so mm-hmm. good. I'm going to stick yeah. to you both are the Tuesday headliners, <laughs> not them. But <laughs> yeah, we're like, here are other people instead. You know what? I'm happy to be in the hand-holding club with the maintenance phase. <laughs> okay. Well. I think we've got some segments to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the moment, I guess, we decide if we're still doing the what time is it segment now that it's just yeah, for, like, so parking tickets or whatever. Yeah, so that's the thing. Filbert <laughs> is done. Mm-hmm. Do we still want to tell people what time it is right now? That is the question. I, think I say should. yes. Okay. I enjoy this galley <laughs> drop. <laughs> I like the Scally drop too. <laughs> Scally messaged me and was like, it is so weird, like just randomly hearing my voice on a podcast I'm not on. And I was like, well, do you want us to take it off? And he's like, no, no, it's fine. I would never step on a bit. And I was like, God bless you, Brian Scally. Like, I enjoy it. A king among men. <laughs> okay, so what time is it right now? You might be asking. What time is it? Well, in the Pacific it? time zone. <laughs> <laughs> in the Pacific time zone where Lindsay and I are, it is 5.19 p.m. on Sunday, March 20th, 2022. In New York, where Matthew is, it is Sunday, March 20th at 
8, 19 p.m. In London, it is Monday, March 21st at 12, 19 a.m. Notice it is only seven hours different right now because they have not sprung forward yet. That's, mm. that's the key. <laughs> and then in Hong Kong, it is Monday, March 21st at 8, 19 a.m. Wow. Incredible. Crazy. You know what March 20th is? The first day of spring. That too. But wasn't it the day that the world shut down two years ago? Uh, uh, I think of that as March 13th. I think uh, of that as March 17th. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Okay, well, we're, we're in the week. We're, we're... I think I think March 16th is the day, like, the NBA shut I feel, down. Yeah, I feel like that's the day people go off of, but I think I thought it was today. March 16th was my first day of work from home. March 17th was my first day of work from home. <laughs> I remember the, but the 13th was the Friday, and I remember getting home from work and being really stressed out that I was going to mm-hmm. have to keep going to work. So, like, that's not a bad mm. shout. It was Friday the 13th, and the world shut down. Yeah, that well, was the last day years, I, everybody. I, I, like, went to a grocery store and was, like, super uncomfortable being in there. It was like, gotta buy a bunch of stuff. Never know how many beans toilet I might paper. cook. You're like, oh, there's no toilet paper. There's no toilet paper, but might want some chickpeas. That was... <laughs> Me being like, hmm, well, I don't think I'll be able to buy tampons during this, so I will be buying a menstrual cup. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of sadness, <laughs> um, this episode is going to come out on March 29th, right? Is that right? That's right. Yep. I think it's right. Okay, so there are a couple of holidays on March 29th. It's not as heavy of a day as it was last time. Good. <laughs> So, it's Holy Monday, which happens six days before Easter. I've never heard of Holy Monday before, but the Catholics out there, shout out. You're six almost done Six days before Lent. Easter. Isn't Easter in like, like the 16th? Yeah, I was going to say, Easter's like a month away. Well, you're right, because Easter is on uh, <laughs> April, April 17th. 17th. But the website said Holy Monday six days before Easter. So, I don't really know why it's Holy Monday, but allegedly it's is Holy Monday. Is there a Monday. Canadian Easter? <laughs> Not that I know of. Oh, okay. We have the same one. I don't know. Any Catholics out there that want to explain this to me, please let me know. Because I was going to say, I don't really feel like they're that close to being done Lent. Because my sister does Lent every year, even though we are not and have never been Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it is also Knights of Columbus Founders Day. Okay, good. It is National Lemon Chiffon Cake Day. I feel like we are often Googling desserts here. It just looked like a lemon cake with, like, a glazy frosting. It didn't look that exciting. Yeah, it does look a little disappointing. It literally just kind of looked like lemon loaf from Starbucks. There's seven eggs in it. <laughs> this recipe I'm looking at. a lot of eggs. <laughs> so many eggs. <laughs> yeah, seven wow. large eggs separated. Two different recipes. Okay, that's too many eggs. We mm-hmm. disavow lemon chiffon cake. <laughs> it's National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. Mm-hmm. So support local. Mm-hmm. It's also Piano Day. Okay. And we just have two more left, and they're my two favorites. So it is Smoke and Mirrors Day, which I think is a day about magic tricks. Sounds like it. Um, (laughs) Or misleading people. (laughs) Maybe. It says it's also known as Festival of Smoke and Mirrors Day, and it's dedicated to illusions and celebrates things that aren't as they appear. Sweet. So it celebrates magic learn some magic tricks that's how you celebrate it very exciting this guy i worked with used to do magic tricks at parties like we would have parties for like you know you know younger days everybody you know throwing parties work parties whatever and he would always do magic at them and it would make me so irrationally angry because (laughs) (laughs) because like 
it was it was it was like good tricks. Like he was doing stuff that I, th- I think I was just mad because I wasn't understanding what he possibly could have been doing <laughs> because it was again good magic, and I would just like he'd be we like middle of a party and he'd be pulling out some magic trick and I would start screaming at him. <laughs> How is he doing that? Right, like it doesn't it doesn't bother me anymore. Like I'm not I don't have some kind of like you know anger <laughs> management issue when it comes to magic. Like don't get me wrong, but for some reason when he did it, it just made me so mad. <laughs> so. I don't have a similar story, but when I was in high school, there was a kid in my graduating class who just, like, did magic tricks at school. Like, he was a weird guy, and I think that, like, he was maybe the only person that was lower on the social hierarchy than me, and so I just always called him Magic Dan and made fun of him for doing magic at school, because, like why why are you doing that <laughs> and you then you had to push someone further down <laughs> i had to i had to, i was well normally i was just like grouping i was like the mayo that held the weird kid sandwich together i made everyone be friends even though you famously hate mayo i well yeah but like in the sandwich it holds things together got it i guess i just don't like to hold things together <laughs> but yeah i called him magic dan and then years later he showed him one of my university classes and he was like married and like owned a home and i was like i still live on res and (laughs) am drinking too much and it was it was scary good for magic dan (laughs) good job magic dan if you know what if you're listening magic dan i'm sorry i bullied you oh he's listening (laughs) i highly doubt that but you know maybe okay so there's one last holiday for march 29th and it's texas love the children day I know you might be asking, what is Texas Love the Children Day? The website does not clarify. It just has observed on March 29th. It does not give me any further info. I guess if I Google it, yeah, it says nothing. (laughs) It it just says it's Texas Love the Children. So I guess you're supposed to love children in Texas. Hopefully not in a weird way. I don't know. Yeah. Texas horse girls, reach out. Let us know. (laughs) Chappelle. Chappelle exclusively, yeah. Is Chappelle our only Texas listener? I think Texas has like a pretty good percentage on the stats. On the back end. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull them up here. Okay, here we go. Texas, two hundred and seventy-five downloads in the last seven days. Look at that! Oh, okay. So we've got a Texas contingent. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. from Texas is DMing you guys right now. Yeah, <laughs> every single person. <laughs> Listen, if we don't have. 175 DMs from Texans telling us what Love the Children Day is. I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> this actually might be in the last 30 days. Yeah, it's the last 30 days. It's much oh, less Oh, okay. So then <laughs> if we don't get 50 DMs, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Followed by California, Pennsylvania, New York, and Michigan. Wow. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a horse walks into rehab. Yeah. What's the punchline to that joke? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's something to do with the whole, like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horse I don't walks know. into a bar. Well, nobody's making Black Bojack face. drink. He just, <laughs> he just does. Yeah, the only example of where he was made to drink was when his dad did the thing. But we'll get to that when we get to it. He sure oh. will. Woof. Don't, did not love it. But yeah, so this episode, overall, I thought... It's weird because it's like a downer episode, but for the most part, I had fun watching it. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. make me as sad as episodes lately have made me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I liked it. I thought it was really good in terms of, like, 
I love how we get over the course of the episode, we're just getting younger and younger versions of Bojack and seeing kind of how he got to this point. And I think that's very well done and mixed in with like, to your point, it's not as depressing all the way through consistently. So I think Until the end. Yeah. When I was Wept emotionally openly. destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't weep, but it was close. Yeah. Oh, it's very wait, tough. okay. Wait, sorry. Before we get to the depressing stuff, Lindsay, can I tell you something that I think will make you really proud of me and happy? Of course. Always. I, today, you know, I was like, let me watch something while I'm preparing to stream. And I watched the first two episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, you did. So, <laughs> like the Christmas episode. <laughs> the Christmas episode and then Bart pretending to be a genius. They Incredible. started The Simpsons with a Christmas episode? Boy, yeah. Did they. Who knew? <laughs> wow. No, yep. I didn't know that, but now I know, and I know how they got their dog now. So I just That's thought you'd so be proud of me, Lindsay. I love that moment when they're like, it's a dog. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, someone helpfully on Twitter one time, we tweeted out that we had done an episode of The Simpsons Then and Now about that Christmas episode. And we were like, our episode is out today. It's all about the Christmas one. And they were like, actually, this is the first episode of the show. And I was like, okay, sir, thank you. Like, We've only done 50 yeah, episodes of a Simpsons podcast. Because you that. don't know. Because you don't know that it's uh, the first episode and you have a Simpsons podcast. I wish. I hope that person's listening right now and I tell him to fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I actually back at him. <laughs> actually, well, please actually. never listen again. <laughs> um. Okay, Matthew, what did you think of this episode? Is it okay if I call you Matthew? I just feel like it's the it's vibe today. Yeah, I, I don't dislike it as long as I'm not in trouble, you know? No, um, not at all. Okay, good. <laughs> So I I enjoyed it. So one of the questions that I was going to ask you later, which I kind of feel like I have to ask you now, is like, so after, you know, the 12, whatever, actually, I don't know how many episodes are in the season of BoJack, like, are we going to like take the uh, the choir room, the Harry Potter, not the Harry Potter, the weird, real weird sisters route and do some character analysis? Like, is that in the cards Ooh. for us BoJack crew? That's a lot of homework. It is. It is. <laughs> That's, That's the problem. Because... To that question, like, this is a big episode for BoJack, right? Like, for, Mm -hmm. you know, learning more about him. And it's, like, that's all I could think about because my brain has now been wired to think about the character analysis way after doing so many of those podcasts. And just to, like, you know, you get five seasons in with this guy and it's just, you know, one thing after another. But And and I haven't rewatched the whole show in a long time, so I don't know if this happens often. But just to, you know, like, we see that he's now here in rehab and all of, you know, all of these flashbacks to show us, like, reasons as to why he is the way he is kind of thing and you know to see him Mm -hmm. kind of have redeeming qualities in this episode trying to help somebody and then not really doing much and you know the way that all kind of circles around itself and and whatever so I enjoyed it I thought it was a good watch definitely a good watch to answer your question Lindsay and I have not talked about character studies and so I don't feel like we could commit to that at this time. (laughs) I could see if at some point Lindsay and I had more free time to actually like because I think the thing with the character studies, regardless of what show you're doing, you have to really put in the time to do it right. Like, you, that's not something that you can, like, half-ass. And I don't think Lindsay uh, nor myself have time to whole-ass that right now. <laughs> so I think that that's, like, a po- maybe a possibility down the line. But what we had talked about last time in the episode that's obviously not released because we're getting a little bit ahead of schedule right now mm-hmm. was that we would finish BoJack and then maybe take a little break and then come back with Tuca and Birdie uh, and then yes, go yes, from yes. there. Mm-hmm. A little right. summer vacation. We, I think we deserve a summer vacation. Yeah. We I can agree. re-release <laughs> some of our best episodes during that time too so that the feed isn't empty. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, you might lose your Tuesday spot. You know, somebody How else may come you. over and become the king or queen of Tuesdays. So but... I, 
that's the thing is I think we do need to release thing something, but it doesn't have to be like a whole episode rewatch. Like I think like I was gonna talk to Lindsay about this later, but like we could like re-release <laughs> our biggest episodes or like with like a little like mini life update from me and Lindsay at the top. Like yeah, yeah this is what's going on. There's something just so that we are keeping our spot in the feed. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. without having to do a lot of work in editing. Hey, look, you don't have to commit to it now. If you do decide to do the character analysis, I mean, it does sound like a lot of work. I think I don't know if I, you would say that like I cheated, but I just looked to you know the the wiki for you mm-hmm. know obviously for Glee. I looked to the Glee wiki, and then I would just kind of like delete sections at a time and rewrite it all in my own words, summarizing what I wanted to talk about from that section. So yeah, it was definitely a lot of work, like going through all of that, writing things, deleting things. But I did it while I was like watching other shows or whatever. So it is doable if you ever find yourself wanting to do it. All right. I can't be I can't be okay with giving Lindsay homework right now, but we'll talk about it. We'll we'll consider yeah. it. Yes, we'll be um, in touch. <laughs> okay. So this episode started back at the planetarium and we get to see the moments after Bojack goes, Sarah Lynn, and nothing. It's him at the hospital and he is telling her mom and stepfather that um, Sarah Lynn had called him. She sounded a little off. I went to the planetarium. She was passed out. I called 911, but it was too late. I did everything I could. <gasps> the lies and deceit. <sighs> so bad. And it's like, oh, yeah, like she just sounded weird and I was worried. So I went to check on her and I, of course, called 911 right away. And it's like, oh, man, Fojack. Oh, no. This is very bad. And we never knew this. This is the first we're hearing of this, that he lied to them. I mean, it makes sense, though, that he did. But this also adds another wrinkle to the Diane and Bojack fight because Diane knows the full story of what happened with Sarah Lynn. So that's Mm -hmm. just like another thing she could be exposing and is not exposing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's very bad. Not good. And he's like almost confessing to Officer Fuzzy Face. Like he sounds so sus. And Officer Fuzzy Face is like, no, it's over. Case closed. We got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, she was like definitely using a lot of drugs. And I mean, I guess I was too. And like... I guess we thought we could party forever. And then, yeah, me a fuzzy face is just like, yep, cool. Don't need any more information. No further questions. <laughs> nope, we're good. We're good here. No, nope, yep. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like, no idea where she got the heroin. I guess we're good. <laughs> Case closed. Yeah, even though it was literally the Bojack heroin that he kept in his car, that why did he keep it in his car? Like, mm-hmm. for what? Yeah. <sighs> and this is where we see that he says that he has got to make some changes in his life starting now opens his car, all of the alcohol falls out, and he drinks. So mm-hmm. no changes at that time. Yeah. And we just got, like, this weird, like, melting version of the intro sequence. It only lasts for, like, two seconds. I was upset about it. I was like, <laughs> I'm watching an episode of BoJack. I want to watch the intro. <laughs> and it wasn't even an intro. It was so weird the way they did it. But... It's the same stylistic thing that they do throughout the episode when we get flashbacks of Bojack is everything just kind of goes melty and black blobs kind of pop up. And so the credits briefly start, it gets blobby, and then we see Bojack at the front desk of the rehab, you know, where he was going at the end of season five. And he's ringing the bell saying, hello, I need help. Hello. Mm hmm. Yeah, this groundhog just, like, pops up. He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, $100,000 for six weeks at this place. Well, you can't put a price on clean living. And yet you have. Did you instantly, could you instantly tell that this was a, a groundhog? Me, no. I don't think I was like, it's a groundhog for sure. I was like a gopher or something like that. Yeah. The groundhog receptionist is voiced by Will Choi. 
Mm-hmm. So, he was <laughs> in... A lot of voice work. Yeah, it looks like a lot of voice work. He is in a TV miniseries called Love Struck in the City, which came out in 2020 and 2021. Bob's Burgers for one episode. Bob's, <laughs> Bob's Burgers for one episode. On Jimmy Kimmel Live, he played Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I definitely don't know him from that. Yeah. Maybe I've probably just been on his IMDb page before because I truly I know him from Bojack. A rising star. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. But he asks for a selfie with everyone who checks into rehab and then displays them proudly behind the counter. I don't think that, I think this is a HIPAA violation. Mm-hmm. It seems very bad. It's very, it goes against all of the like anonymity that seems to be associated with most efforts to become sober. Would they call it a hippo violation in Bojack? Oh my god. Oh my god. You beautiful <laughs> bastard. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, was... this guy's not read the room. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, he he goes off about how like, oh, like this person, that person have come in. They all, everybody takes the picture. Everybody's taking the picture with me. Like, what do you think you are to be so special to to not want to take a picture? I don't believe that. I don't believe that everybody's taking the picture. I believe that he's like gonna be out here, you know, being emotionally manipulative, being like everybody's taking the picture. You have to take this picture. But there's no way that every single person has. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know. It looked like he had some heavy hitters on that bulletin board. There's this some... looks like a pretty elaborate place. Like, like they've been here for a while. And there was what? Like, count it up. Maybe 30 pictures on the board. Where do you think he uh, hides the rest of them? Like... I think they get repeat <laughs> customers. Mm, yes. Well, that's a broken too, system. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, but you're right. You're right. There wasn't that many selfies for it to be such an expensive and, like, successful yeah. Rehab. I would have expected him to like walk Bojack into like the next room over and be like, oh, there's pictures all over every <laughs> wall in the room. Like everybody that's walked through here is taking a picture. Whatever. Maybe yeah. he just puts the most famous people on the bulletin board. Maybe. There's a really good moment there where he's like, oh, I can't do a picture. I look terrible. And they're like, I don't remember who the celebrity was that you refers to, but he's like, oh, well, I took a picture of someone else and they look just as puffy and ghoulish as you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I really want to say, was it, um, was it Johnny Depp? I, uh, Johnny Depp is in my head, so I, if it's in your head, too. I, I think he yeah. said Johnny Depp. Um, yeah. yeah, very good. And then Bojack's also like, I want to begin the process of healing so I can stop hurting the people around me, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? He did come here with the best of intentions. Yes. yes. We yeah. do know that. This is where we start getting kind of a montage of all of the different therapies that they have at this rehab. So there's like art therapy, plant therapy, running therapy, visit, like family visit therapy, horse therapy. <laughs> horse therapy made me laugh because it was just him sitting there being in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> just with another, with a horse therapist. Yep. <laughs> yoga. Oh, yoga yes. therapy. Which, you know what? If you're in yoga and you need to be laying down while everyone else is doing the poses, that's fine. That's part of the practice of yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's the part I'm best at. <laughs> I love laying down in Shavasana, let me tell you. Mm. <laughs> Chef's guess. But yeah, so it's all of the forms of therapy. Ojak really struggling at all of them. Like the first hiking therapy, he's like, they carry him to the entrance and he just falls over. <laughs> Which I don't think is like responsible for a medical practitioner. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ideal. It looks like he's really struggling, really going through something here. And he's, like, just not participating in things. Yeah, and he's, like, puking and definitely going through withdrawal as well at the mm-hmm, same time, yeah. which is not easy, obviously. Yeah, which is why on the last episode we said that we recommend that people look into medication instead of withdrawal. 
For opioid addiction specifically, yes. Indeed, and, yes. <laughs> uh, and also support safe injection sites. Yeah, God. On, literally, the government should just be prescribing heroin to people so that they don't mm-hmm. die of fentanyl. Like, it's just... Ugh. Anyways, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we could go on. <laughs> we could definitely go on, but it, th- this is not the time or place. But yeah, so f- at one point, Bojack sees the selfie of Sarah Lynn when he's turning down the groundhog for yet another selfie. And then he starts actually trying. And we see him sharing in therapy, actually doing the yoga, actually doing the hikes. His plant is thriving, mm-hmm. all of that. So six yeah, weeks and- pass pretty fast. Yeah, and he's become the guy in therapy who's, like, encouraging everyone else to share. Like, come on, Denise. Like, let your feelings <laughs> Wasn't there part of this, like, they had asked him, like, the first time that he drank, and he was kind of, like, joking it off. But obviously, like, throughout the rest of the episode, it's going to be, like, him actually diving deep into that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was, you know, again, like, the whole episode kind of, like, felt like it was just circling around itself of, like, things that were in BoJack's head that eventually we saw as to, like, why, you know, all this was happening. So, it just felt very informative for the character. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it goes to show that even though Bojack is not, you know, showing his authentic self in the therapy sessions, they are still getting him to think. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, him deflecting is like giving them information. So. Yes. And so he is in horse therapy with Dr. Champ. Sam Richards. Sam Richards. Famously of Veep fame. Richard's son my friend sam richards what did i say richards you sam said Richardson. richards uh, um yeah. but yes famously from veep also in detroiters mm. he was in the last season of ted lasso i'm sorry i don't like science fiction i'm not watching a show about men being nice <laughs> like, where is she going with this <laughs> uh so yeah the top four on his imdb are veep detroiters mike and dave need wedding dates and we're the millers but yes, wasn't Ted Lasso, as Lindsay says, was a couple of episodes of I Think You Should Leave, um, which is very funny, but like, I can't watch that much of it because it makes me so awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we at least okay. know him from Veep. Yes. Yes, all of us. <laughs> Do you not watch Veep? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Veep Veep. <laughs> Remember when we decided if the, the, the choice of if someone is a they, is it they or them? A they. Who if they're are a they? they? A who are a they is if Matt Lagori knows who they are. That's a bad indicator. <laughs> Everybody will be a who. You know some people. You know some people. Yeah, if they were on like kids shows when I was growing up. <laughs> or movies. So funny. It's fine. But yes, so what do we think of Dr. Champ? I mean, he's fine. He like recognizes that Bojack's deflecting all the time, but it does seem like he is able to recognize some of the behaviors in him where he's like, really? Like, do you want to mess this up? Because it seems like you don't. And he's right about that. His methods are not perfect. <laughs> he certainly seems to have some some influence on Bojack. Like, mm-hmm. the, like you said, that line where he's like, are you sure that's really what you want to do? Like, Bojack repeats that himself like three more times the rest of the episode. So obviously it's sticking with him, the things that, the things that are being said. Obviously he's going to give him this bit of information here about, you know, if you want to leave, if you, you can leave. Your, your last day is tomorrow, but you're free to go now if you want, would like to. I'll tell, you the, I'll tell you the password and everything. I really mm-hmm. don't think giving the password to the gate is a good idea, though the gate code being 123456 is very funny. Yes, very good. It's again. Anybody could have just guessed it, yeah. It's like a throwback to Gilmore Girls when Emily's giving the code to the panic room and she's like, okay, don't write this down. The code is 111111. One, one, one. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's a yeah. recurring Gilmore Girls bit. So I, I, anything that could even remind me of that makes me happy. Very good. Yeah, he's um, really got a lot of terrible analogies, though, <laughs> where, like, nothing he says makes any sense. <laughs> they're all just words. And now, again, I'm, I'm new to therapy, so, like, maybe I just don't know. But I feel like that is not what therapists do, question yeah. mark. It's not been my experience. <laughs> I hope that's not what you're starting to pay for now, because I could just give you that on a <laughs> Zoom call. Just because you clean the tobacco out of your teeth doesn't mean it's your wedding day. Right. <laughs> and I mean, how would I move forward without that realization? Like, that's a breakthrough moment. Come on. True. Duh. <laughs> but yeah, so it's six weeks into therapy because he could leave tomorrow. And he mm-hmm. still hasn't, you know, talked about what, like, has caused him to, like, drink and have addiction problems. And Bojack is like, listen... I came here to take accountability and all I keep being told is that I'm powerless over my addiction, but I made choices and I need to be held accountable for those choices. And then he goes into why 12 steps is too many steps. Nobody wants to do 12 of anything, which I do believe it was this year podcast where we explored the 12 steps, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's right. But yes. Okay. And so then in art therapy is where Bojack kind of gets called out again for not really sharing and this is where he just like puts literally everyone on blast mm-hmm. which was which was kind of funny like <laughs> I mean I don't know I don't know is that bad to say because <laughs> all, all these people were just like I don't know like because I guess that they had opened up at this point and you know you know when you have like all the stuff that you're like holding back about like whatever you are trying not to say he was like trying so hard I guess to be to be good and, and, and be friendly and whatever and be supportive. And then all of a sudden it all comes out at one moment. And he's calling out every single person in the room about how much they suck. Yeah, Literally, like calls out how Jameson has vodka smuggled in. My personal favorite one was the Gene Triplehorn slash Joan Triplehorn thing. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there like, am I supposed to know who Gene Triplehorn is? <laughs> and then I looked her up on IMDb. And I do know who she is because she had a stretch on Criminal Minds. <laughs> she was yeah. Alex Blake. She was there for, I believe, two seasons. And she joined the team and she had an adopted daughter that was her sister's daughter and her sister had died. And then her adopted daughter got human trafficked and they had to find her and it was like a whole thing. So that's probably not where most people would know her from, but it's where I know her from. I was like, wait, I know that face. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the list and I'm not seeing anything that is speaking to me. The face is familiar. She was in The Firm, which came out in, in 1993, in Sliding Doors, in Waterworld, which I've never heard of, but the poster looks incredible. <laughs> She's in The Gilded Age as well, which obviously is on right now. I've watched mm-hmm. a couple of episodes of it, but not too many. It's fun. Hmm. Obviously, gotta know her from Criminal Minds, which, by the way, the seasons of Criminal Minds, which were not on Disney Plus before, are now on Disney Plus before, so I'm <laughs> back in the game, but there is, and it was bad at the end of season 11, but there is a steep drop-off in quality at the start of season 12, <laughs> let me tell you all. Get yeah, out when you still know. can. Um, but yeah, so, and then there was, which actor was there where it was like, oh, he's just there st- practicing for a role? I, can't, I didn't write down who it was. Yeah, I didn't either, but he was like, being Mario. Oh, it was Jay Hernandez, I think. He's like, oh, I'm like being Mario, doing a movie about a guy who's in therapy after he like broke too many bricks on his head or something. Yeah, it was. And it was Jay Hernandez, who is in Friday Night Lights, um, an episode of the new Hawaii Five-0 in Scandal. 
Bojack's line here where he says, like, if you're checking into rehab more than once, you're a lost cause. And, like, oh. being horrible like that, I was like, oh, this is very, very bad. Yeah, like, that, all of it. That all of it is, like, not great that he's being such a dick, but also this is just, like, that's a little far. It is brutal, but when he pivots from maybe you're a lost cause to maybe this is an industry that profits on repeat customers and doesn't have your best interests at heart, that I gasped aloud. Because mm-hmm. I think they're, like, obviously you can't speak for every facility, but that, I mean, is probably built into the business model of opening a rehab, especially in the States where everything is privatized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feels like there's probably some validity to that. Yeah. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And so that night, he talks with Jameson, who is the girl who gets the vodka snuck in. Yeah, she talks about, like, it being brought to rehab because her dad totally overreacted after he found her not breathing, which is, like, very rough also. But, yeah, she's pissed at Bojack because he told on her. Yeah, she only brings in vodka in order to get through being in rehab. Yeah. Okay, voiced by Kiersey Clemens. I feel like I'm in for another hour of you guys like listing names of people that I've just. <laughs> I don't know. Who I have never are. heard of this. <laughs> I've never heard of this woman before, but she's actually been in quite a few things. I'm sure. I'm sure they they are all great. They voice <laughs> characters a- of BoJack Horseman. So there's that. <laughs> she's in two episodes of New Girl. Okay. Um, have watched. She voices Darling in the like live action Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. No. One of her credits is a podcast series called Ghost Tape. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. I guess you can put this on your IMDb. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> add my podcasts. I could have such a robust IMDb page if we just added mm-hmm. all my podcasts. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know her, but she did a great job yeah. in the episode. And so she, Bojack gives her the instructions on exactly how to leave by tying the sheets, escaping through the window, gives her the code, and tells her how to leave and goes, but... Is that what you really want? Has mm-hmm. Matt queued up? Is that what you really want? Like, yeah. he's like playing. He's like practicing playing. Like, I don't know the the person that uh, what was the guy's name? The the doctor. Doctor Champ. Champ. Yeah, he's like doing his best imitation. I was like, I don't know what he's getting at here. Is he trying to like speak to himself? I guess well, he or? just like clearly found that tactic effective when Doctor Champ did it. And he's like, let me lay out all your options and be like, but is that what you really want? Like, and it worked on him. So he's like, right. ah, let me show you this like cool thing I just learned. <laughs> he's like, I know therapy Check out party now. Trick. Yeah, like I'm really good at this. <laughs> She's just um, like, yeah, see ya. <laughs> yeah, and so then we get one of the first flashbacks, and it's two horsing around, and he's like, oh, I've heard of being at the end of my rope, but this is ridiculous because mm-hmm. one of the, the girls has escaped because she had to be told that supermodel Cindy Crawfish would not be her <laughs> new mommy. Yeah. Voiced actually by Cindy Crawford, by the way. Indeed, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, and then, like, Bojack is told, basically, that, like, he doesn't have enough chemistry with Cindy Crawfish. It's like, oh, right now you're getting an awe, and you want to be getting the, like, woo. <laughs> I thought the director was going to kiss him. He offered. He Herb, did, yeah. And Herb has always wanted to kiss Bojack as well, oh. which we know at this point. So uh, I'm surprised he didn't do it just for the, the method acting. But so, like, I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you what we're going for. I'll show you how to get an ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of a scally ooh. Ooh. But yeah, the makeup artist shows up in the nick of time to give him some orange juice with vodka in it to loosen him up. And we're to believe that this is Bojack's first time drinking. Yeah. If only. If only, if only, if only. Yeah. Yeah. And he seemed like hesitant. And then, you know, she's like, trust me. And he's like, okay, I'll trust you. You know, I probably need some help with this scene anyway. And then he goes ahead and the scene goes well. And it's like, oh, I guess I should. 
definitely trusted her for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. scene goes well to the point where he's like, give me more. And also, let's tell you another take. Like, it's for mm-hmm. the show. Like, let me kiss you again. Yeah, he definitely frames it a little bit as like he starts to be like, oh, no, I don't drink. Then he gets into it. This episode really reframes a lot of the past BoJack flashbacks we've had before where BoJack initially turns down a drink and then takes one. Like it it really makes it seem like BoJack has probably actually tried sobriety many times and mm-hmm. has been either pressured or makes a decision or can't help but drink. And so it, it really makes a lot of scenes even sadder in hindsight than they were before. Yeah, definitely. But Jameson is breaking out because she needs to get back with her boyfriend in order to break up with him because he is shallow. <laughs> She's going to show him that she got hot again and then break up with him for being shallow. <laughs> I did like the line from Bojack, too, where he like goes and sees that she's tied her sheets together. And he's like, I've heard of being at the end of my rope, but this is very serious. <laughs> I mean, it is very serious, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's gone. She's out of here. Yep. She is out and... Bojack goes with her because if she overdoses tonight, he is going to be the one who has to lie about it. That mm. line after the like pre-credit scene in this episode, I was like, uh, yeah, uh, very, very me. rough. After like after we have that context, it's like, oh god, uh, Bojack, why is this will. your thing? He will lie about it. Yep, not good. But where they go is actually a massive frat party with a ton of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And Bojack just, like, instantly gets extremely anxious and is, like, really freaking out about this as soon as he sees alcohol and, like, he's trying to calm down. He's in the bathroom and, like, and has another flashback. Fully fair <laughs> yeah. enough. I mean, like, imagine leaving rehab to not just, like, go home, but, like, to go to this obviously, like, rager. Mm-hmm. Like, like, people are passed out on the lawn. People are, like, falling over themselves. Like, there's a guy throwing up, I think I, I saw mm-hmm. at one point. And mm-hmm. it's just bottles everywhere. Like, this is... There's no worse place he could have gone. (laughs) Either of them could have gone. Yeah. Uh, So the panic attack that ensues, it makes a lot of sense. What do the two of you think of the device they use in this episode of every time it's alcohol, it looks like the sky in the planetarium when Sarah I was going to ask you about that. What is is there? So, well, I don't know. What's going on there? It's just every time he sees alcohol, it's reminding him of Sarah Lynn dying, I guess. Yeah, the last kind of big rager that he went on i guess and is yeah, that the just, last big rager he went on i mean <laughs> he's been on pain pills for a long time at this point yeah i guess just maybe the last like big alcohol fueled bender i don't know but like mm-hmm. definitely that's how i interpret it is like he's thinking of her every time he thinks about like having a problem with addiction yeah because he i don't know it just it looks really cool Mm-hmm. But it is beautiful. Like, yeah. It's the, deeply cool. unsettling. Yeah. And I can't even really like, obviously, because it's a Sarah Lynn reference, but I also just can't like specifically place my finger on exactly why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, as Lindsay said, he goes into another flashback and it's Bojack alone at like a fraternity type party when he was in college. Yeah, I think this is the first time we're seeing him as like a teen instead of like a little bitty Bojack versus like young adult Bojack. And like, sort of weird to see him looking like this. They've done a good job of making him sort of like gangly and teenagery. Yeah, he's so skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he like turns down the alcohol because you know we're underage and the law, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But he has a a he like sli- I think he knocks over a bunch of cassettes. Is that what he knocks over? Yeah, he knocked over this like whole tower of tapes and, and he goes to pick them up and he's like embarrassing himself and then uh, this girl comes in. We don't know this girl, right? This is yeah, just her name some... is Katie. We have never yeah. seen her before. 
Mm-hmm. And she's like being very nice to him. And then he's going to in turn, you know, be drinking and all of a sudden turn into the biggest asshole on the earth and mm-hmm. start making fun of her puberty process that apparently everybody remembers. He really yeah. goes for He literally one of the things he says is speaking of losers, there's Josh. He's wearing Kmart shoes because his family is poor. Mm-hmm. I wrote that down too. Oh very God. bad, Bojack. Yeah, not good. Bojack, enough. Enough is enough. Not everyone can be the heir to the Sugarman Sugar Empire. <laughs> yeah, and it was like you you saw like you know the difference in the way that he was being treated by the by the cool uh, cool guy at the party, like the guy <laughs> that was making fun of him at first, being like, "Oh, who's in the bathroom? Someone must be having sex in there." And then Bojack comes out. He's like, "Oh, obviously nobody was having sex in there." And then when he starts making fun of other people, I guess what Kirsten would do to to Magic uh, Dan, to Magic Dan, it was like, <laughs> "Oh, you're cool. Like you can be with us. Like let me pour you some more beer, dude. Like you're great." I, I gotta tell you, nothing about making fun of Magic Dan made me cool. I I have never <laughs> been cool, and I will never be cool, and I am totally fine with that at this point. Relatable. I think it's noteworthy that like he has no reaction when he sees that he has like deeply upset Katie. Like she runs out of there crying, and he's yeah, just he, like, "Give me more booze." Fine. He is very drunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, Katie will find somebody else to spend her time with that will make her much happier than Bojack. So that's yeah. good for Katie. She's out of here. Yeah, mm-hmm. good for Katie for getting never away. come back. I don't see anyone on IMDb listed as voicing Katie, so I think we can just move on with our lives. Okay. Now we go back to the actual party that he's at, and so Jameson's friend is hooking up with her ex, and her friend is a mosquito, and this man <laughs> is covered in mosquito bites, and I was horrified by this like i Lindsay, would you rather make out with a giant no. mosquito or are you happy with your current relationship no. with mosquitoes? i'll be honest i'm not very happy with my current relationship with mosquitoes either but i guess i would stick with that like my anytime i get a bug bite it just like swells up horribly and it's just a disaster but like same as you kirsten i saw this guy's face and i wrote in my notes oh god so many bites so um, very troubling <laughs> Lindsay, what you'll notice being in BC is that the mosquito situation is much less dire than Ontario. Yes, yes, I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) Like, I guess if you go camping, like, you might have a situation, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but in general, like, nothing is like the bug situation in Ontario. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. (laughs) Wait, Lindsay, you can relate, maybe. I've mentioned a few times about in Ontario, like, the little black flies that, like, mm-hmm. get in, like, they'll, like, get into, like, the rim of your ear while you're sleeping and bite you in there. They will destroy you. <laughs> like, they will bite every inch of you. But, like, you, mm-hmm. I, I remember being a kid and, like, waking up to, like, fly carcasses and blood and bites oh, inside God. the, like, upper ring of my ear. And nobody else knows what I'm talking about. But I feel like you have lived in yeah, Ontario. Yeah, I'm with you. So you know... So many black flies. Both are just, yeah, no, it's nightmarish out there. It's a hellscape, truly. Yeah. Uh, could, could not recommend going to Ontario in the summer less, to be honest. <laughs> Except for I want to yeah. go to Canada's wonderland. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> so Bojack really is putting in work to try and keep Jameson from drinking here, which mm. I was I was touched by. It is good because, like, her friends suck. Like, <laughs> Fun. but they're t- <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> anyway they're terrible because they're like oh you're like such a mess how many times have you been to rehab and it's like wow you guys are horrible so kind of makes sense to me that bojack has to put in some work here because this girl is very upset well he puts in work but then gives her all of the instructions she needs to leave the party to go back to her house um mm-hmm. 
and then it's like oh but is that what you want because she says she's yeah. gonna go back to her house and wake up in her bed and then when her dad wakes up and sees her there she'll like get mad at him yeah when he asks why i'm not in rehab i'll say maybe you should go to rehab for your addiction to being a terrible father i mean i think a lot of dads should go to rehab for that in this world Agreed. <laughs> there's a lot of bad dads out there mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so he grabs a drunk kid's phone off the grass and calls Diane to -hmm. get this girl's address. Diane is staying in a motel. We do not know why, but she's in a Mm -hmm. real bed, not that horrible futon. I'm assuming she just never could build the futon, honestly. But she says, I'm going to assume you have a good reason to find a girl in the middle of the night. Yeah, she has reason to not think that his motives are always good. This is my favorite part of the episode because I figured we were kind of on a BoJack only episode here. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Whatever. But I was like, I want to see all the other characters. Uh, <laughs> and then Diane pops up. And then one after another, like all five of them were there. And I was like, oh, everybody's here, at least for like a couple minutes. Like, mm-hmm. that's fun. Yes. On this phone I enjoyed this. <laughs> How did you feel about the bit about Diane's phone number having too many fours in it? And then a th- ending in a three being anticlimactic. <laughs> I thought this was really funny just because Diane clearly is like at the beginning being like, this is a dumb thing to make fun of me for. And by the end of it, she's like, shut up, I put my phone number. (laughs) Clearly bothering her. They've probably had the argument before, Mm -hmm. but it's the only number he knows. So he the phone number is just all fours and then a three at the end. Like it's like eight (laughs) digits of fours. That is fun. Well, what? Where is a four, four, four area code? I don't know. Well, I guess. Um, Oh, it has not been assigned for use by the North American numbering plan administrator. She got the special deal. It's officially, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Are there any LA That's area okay. codes that are mostly fours? It could be a 424. Mm, there we go. Yeah. 424-444-4443. That is a hilarious phone number. I love That's that. <laughs> Diane's phone number. <laughs> Somebody called the number and asked for Diane. Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, so he asks Diane to patch him through to Todd asks Todd to track down the address because he's the world's best hacker, but it is actually a hacky sack qualification that he won by default, which is like, that's how Todd gets things in life. Yes, so good. Like prior to these events, I had never hacked a sack in my life, but I had to beat the Russian ringer. (laughs) It's like, anyway, I won by default. Does that answer your question? Yeah, hacked a sack sounds disgusting. I laughed so hard at hacked a sack. Like that (laughs) truly, I feel like it sounds like putting a ball sack in your mouth. I'm sorry. Oh my God. (laughs) Where are we? I was unprepared. But but long story short, the Russian died of a heart attack. Okay, it's fine. Does that answer your question? So that is, this is where we find out that Todd is getting illegal porcupine milk off the black market for Princess Carolyn's baby. When Todd answers the phone, he's like, this is Todd. Uh, Spare the Todd and spoil the child. So good. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he has to get on a crowded bus in the porcupine part of town. She's like very concerned about Right, wouldn't you be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look at you see yeah. when he gets on the bus and the bus stops short. <laughs> he looks very uncomfortable. <laughs> Do either of you have any experience with porcupines? With porcupines. I thought you were gonna say with buses. I was like, yeah, I've been on a bus. Oh, I've been on buses. <laughs> I've seen a lot of porcupines in my days out east, but last summer we saw one in a tree. <gasps> I'm sorry, what? They can climb trees? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like way the hell up there. I don't know how it's going to get down. but to ju- It's going to jump on someone. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Seems that troubling. That is terrifying. 
And while on the call with Todd, Princess Carolyn gets a call from Mr. Peanut Butter, who is on set at a movie, and things have gone disastrously badly. And, th- okay, this is where we get a word avalanche, and I this is the one... I do not have faith in myself to say this, so I'm just going to give everyone up front. I'm sorry. She says, <laughs> you're telling me your dumb drone downed a tower and drowned downtown Julie Brown's dummy drumming dum da dum dum dousing her newly found goose down hand-me-down gown? Whoa, Kirsten. Holy shit. <laughs> I quit podcasting forever. I've peaked. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh, that's so good. No, I had in my notes, like, poor Amy Sedaris. I really loved the dun-dun-dun-dun <laughs> part. When the dun-dun-dun-dun like, part would killed me. It's like they're playing Beethoven's fifth on the bongos. <laughs> so good. And what you just said is probably even more impressive on, like, 1.5, 2x. So, yes. like, Whew. most people that are listening at, you know, our normal speeds... Mm-hmm. Are gonna are gonna be really impressed. It's like with that when movie. you like when I used to listen to the wand off on two X and the rap songs were all just like so impressive. Yes, yeah. It's like wow, look at this beat. Like oh, let's like, go. Damn, they they can really they've got flow. And then you listen to one X and you're like, okay, well, it's still good, but like not the same. There are so many theme songs that I've never heard on their normal speed, and True. I probably never will. Yeah, this so was many. impressive even on one X, Kirsten. Well done. Thank you. Okay, yeah. when enough praising me. Uh, <laughs> If you say so. So, uh, so Diane and Bojack end up left alone, and she's like, oh, yeah, sounds like rehab's going great. <laughs> <laughs> and also the guy whose phone he took says, give me my phone back. I'm awaiting feedback from a recent dick pic. Yeah, an important dick pic. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, when did you take it? You're passed out on a, on a front lawn. Like, how long ago did you send it? Yeah, true. <laughs> Don't you have bigger concerns he's, right now? Wait, yeah. I feel like it's funny. Maybe he sent it at the start of the night and then got drunk because he didn't get a response. And I was like, oh, I'm just waiting for that response. I want that feedback. Maybe. Mm. I hope he didn't send it while he was laying on this front lawn, like, yeah, very <laughs> chilling. Yeah. Project's like, direct me to know. the nearest Jameson because he can't remember what Jameson's last initial is. And then it's like Jameson two Jamesons H. later. <laughs> yeah. He makes his way there. Yep. Yes, and there is so much memorabilia in this house. There's the car from Ferris Bueller. Really love the joke. That, oh, that's the club from the First Wives Club because there are famously no clubs in that movie. That was so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which also, that movie is hilarious, just for the record. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. I feel like that and like 9 to 5, like that re- they really stand up. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't remember 9 to 5 just when they use the garage door opener to lift their boss in the air so he can't get away. <laughs> I have not seen 9 to 5. They, like, kidnap their boss because he doesn't pay them enough. And then they mm. they keep him captive by tying him to, like, a garage door opener. So when he tries to, like, get away, they just press the thing and it, like, lifts him up in the air. It's really funny. <laughs> I liked this part where she's like, this Ferris Bueller car was my dad's baby, but now that there is a new baby, I guess the car is the new me. <laughs> Where does that leave me? Yeah, exactly. Bojack really tries to push him, her not to destroy her dad's things. And she is like, listen, I'm going to get lectured anyways. I might as well go back to rehab. And this is where we get a very troubling flashback. All of the flashbacks are troubling, but this one and the last one are by far the most troubling. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, this was not good. You knew what was going to happen the second <laughs> that it kind of started. And this young child is outside the door. He goes to knock and you hear things, you know what's going on in there. Yeah. And uh, It got worse and worse. But th- Yeah, it got worse. It, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And, you know, by the time that the scene kind of wraps up and, and you see 
that it worked. His dad's plan here and oh. what he, you know, was was doing to save his own ass and, you know, hurting his child in the process by giving him alcohol. Yeah, not good stuff. It's so bad. Like, first of all, it's scarring enough to, like, hear your, like, thank God I've never heard any situation like this. But, like, to hear your dad, like, having, you know, sexual intercourse with someone, horrifying. In this case, because he's a horse, we hear the... <laughs> I had to hear this phrase, so everybody has to hear this phrase. We hear Bojack's dad say, yes, coax it out of my sheath. Oh. I wish I was dead. I'm sorry. I had to hear it. You have to hear it. Uh, yeah, just to set it up, Bojack has been sent to take food to his dad and catches him having sex with his secretary. Who very awkwardly leaves the room and like pats him on the head being like, oh, you're so cute. Yeah, that's very bad. Um, she's like, yeah, I'll get you those reports. Mm-hmm. Straightening yeah. her clothes. Ugh. It is a funny line when Bojack shows up and he's like, I brought you food. Like mom said to tell you she hopes you like cold burned pot roast that's been spit on. <laughs> well, you know, he didn't come home because he was busy with this. Mm-hmm. And this is what, yeah, Bojack's dad's like, oh, it's so good to know you're a man now. I think it's time that we could have a drink together. I think you're ready for a Jack and Coke. It's so sweet. Like, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Bojack just, like, wakes up in the car. Yeah. He definitely puked at the office. He passed out. He feels sick. And the dad's like, wow, your mom really would not be happy to hear about this. So I think we had best better forget everything that happened tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, like, an interesting contrast with the episode what was the other one? Was it in the Times Arrow one? No, it was Free Churro when he's like remembering his dad in the car. Mm. And like that scene where Butterscotch is just like reprimanding Bojack the entire drive. And then this time he's just sitting there being like, hey, buddy, like, let's just keep it between us. Let me manipulate you. So Very bad. gross. And also like we've known all along that Bojack's parents were bad, but this is like straight up abuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know. It's like this, I guess, to get into the scene that follows it is like not great what he does, but like you feel like the emotion that he has there, like the anger that he's like obviously remembering within Mm -hmm. him. And he takes it out and like on who he's being told is also a shitty dad. So, you know, more of that to come. But it just seems so therapeutic for him. And again, like not, this isn't isn't a good thing he's doing here, but you kind of like feel him just release all of that in one or two swings onto Ferris Bueller's car. Yeah, and he says, screw your dad, and then says, you're just a kid. Why do you have to be responsible for the ways he screwed you up? Which is a very valid point. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think smashing all of Jameson's dad's stuff is probably not the way to unpack that. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, he's clearly just like, as Matt said, just being like, I had a shitty dad, here's another shitty dad, I can't get back at my own shitty dad, so let's smash up this car. They destroy everything, they smash the window, and Jameson's dad comes out and says, that's the giant window from The Graduate. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Which, I've never seen The Graduate, so... My bad. It's okay. Well, you've seen the giant window. <laughs> I've seen the so giant window now. And so Jameson's dad is voiced by Tim Meadows, who I think all three of us probably would know best from being the principal for Mean Girls. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on the Goldbergs like the whole time. He's on Space Force, and several seasons of Bob's Burgers. He's been in a couple of episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's been in quite a, a lot of stuff, but I, I really do think that at least the three of us, we would know him from being the principal in Mingo. See Jake's roommate when he was in jail in B99? Oh, maybe. It just says that he's Caleb John Gosh. 
So yeah. I would need to confirm, which will only take but a moment. Yeah, it's a cellmate. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Lindsay. Thank you. But yeah, you know what? I'm taking that as a win. <laughs> we know we know who he is. Yes. But basically, Jameson is like, oh, I'm so sorry, Daddy. This strange old man made me do it. Uh, I'm ready to go back to rehab now and runs off. And mm-hmm. he just like looks at Bojack so defeated and is like, are you drunk or high right now? What's the situation? Yeah. So sad. Very sad. And he's like, you're definitely not the first guy that this has happened to. Like, she's always convincing men to break her out of rehab. And like, yeah, then they just like bribe him with movie memorabilia to keep quiet about it. So look at how many people have broken her out of rehab for all of that memorabilia to be in there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. wild. Yep. And this is where we get the reveal that the new baby is not Jameson's little sibling. It is Jameson's own child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I thought she'd get better after she had the baby, but she didn't. Yeah. yeah it kind of like, you know, brings just the situation that Bojack is in and like the like the, the setting that he's in now being at rehab and, you know, he's going to end up back there, you know, in, in a couple minutes. It just kind of like, it, I think it does help to have a second person story here. And it's not anybody that we know or anything like that. It's just somebody that he's met at rehab and also mm-hmm. has, you know, a pretty bad tragic story of their own that they're you know they're going through their own journey and and you know while we're getting the insight into bojack and and you know his backstory and you know what has led him to this point obviously we're not getting anything from jameson because as far as i know is she is she in future episodes like, is she uh, a recurring character I, in season six here i don't believe so it doesn't seem like the, we're, we're getting set up for anything like that it just seems like you know she's here to kind of Help us understand that, you know, this place is for people who, you know, who need it. And uh, some people, you know, take the process better. Some people, like, you know, as we were talking about, like some people have to go, uh, go back over and over again. And, you yeah. know, whatever the case Recovery may be. Recovery takes so, a long time. Yeah. 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 For sure. And that's also what Bojack says. He says change is hard and it takes a long time. And he lies to Jameson's dad saying that Jameson only wanted to see her baby. Yeah. <sighs> he definitely doesn't believe him. He's like, oh, I wish that was true. Like, wouldn't that have been nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's one of the situations where like Bojack actually does like a pretty convincing job lying. Uh, Jameson's dad has so much experience with those kinds of lies that he sees right through it. He knows he knows his daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. So it's time for them to go back to rehab, and they get are driven there in the Flintstones car, which I <laughs> laughed really hard at this. Mm-hmm. Sound effects of the car are so good. <laughs> Just the idea that that car would work in the world. Made mm-hmm. me laugh so hard. Matt, yeah. have you ever watched The Flintstones? No, but the car from The Flintstones sounds familiar. <laughs> it is iconic. So The Flintstones is like an old cartoon about cavemen. and that, that, Yeah, I'm on <laughs> yeah. The Flintstones. Flintstones. Have you seen like the live action movie? That came out when we were kids. Have never seen a Flintstone, but I know them. Okay, yeah. what about The Flintstones <laughs> Vitamins? Yes. Okay. Cool. You know um, what? We can work with that. Great. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't. I don't even remember if those were the specific ones I took or not. But of course, we all have I the actually, chalky vitamins. Yeah. I actually took the Garfield ones. Mm, nice. I, I really don't remember. But um, I don't know. Honestly, I would take them again today if they were made for adults. <laughs> I mean, is there that di- much difference, like nutritionally, in vitamins for kids and adults? I don't. It's I don't probably know. just dosage. I right? mean, I take gummy ones for adults, but like, they're not the chalky Flintstone ones. I actually kind of liked the way the chalky vitamins tasted. I did not mind my chalky vitamin before school every day. I can't remember if it was Scally or one of Scally's siblings who, like, 
tried to change the way the like one a day thing was so that they could have huh? more. <laughs> like oh, wow. wrote on the like tried to write on the bottle. I can't remember if it was Scally or one of the siblings. But And also like being a big like I mean I was fine with all the different flavors, I guess, but like being a big like red slash cherry, you know, person. Loved the days that I had a red a mm. red vitamin. I was a purple guy. And me too. Cares. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> Twins. Purple was good. Twins. Good good second or third option. I only remember there being purple and orange ones, but I guess there must have been red ones. Oh, there was red. I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was my sister's favorite or something. Because we for sure would have been picking to get the one we wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, you take a random one. Oh, no. My, my dad or whoever left it out on the counter for me. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So Bojack tells Jameson she does not know how lucky she is because he wishes that he would have had someone to take him to rehab when he was her age. And she asks if he's ready to sneak back in. And he says that he is getting too old to sneak in and out of places. And also takes the vodka water bottle out of her back pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She didn't think she was actually going to get back in with that, did she? I mean, she, I she, she, said it was, she said it was worth a shot. And I mean, yeah. you know, fair <laughs> enough. It's not, she like she could have like pulled a hood up or something like that. Been like, oh, I have a big bun in today. Like, I don't know. A <laughs> big <laughs> So funny. <laughs> you see, like the way that if, if anybody didn't watch the episode, she carries it in behind her neck, like you mm-hmm. know, held between the back of her like shirt collar and her and her head. Like yeah. it, it's what else? I don't yeah, know. she the, the hood needed to be up if she plan. was going to make a, a go of it, but it wasn't. I it's yeah. almost I almost think she wanted to get caught with it though. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if she actually planned that she was actually going to make it back inside. Like if she did, like she said, you know, worth a shot. But yeah, that wasn't yeah. it wasn't getting anything yeah. past Bojack. Bojack says, like, I wish somebody had cared about me enough to send me to rehab earlier. So he's looking out for her. That's sad. Good good looking out, Bojack. He goes back to reception and he asks what the punishment for sneaking out is. The groundhog says, I don't remember you. I don't know anyone who looks like you who's been here because everyone else who's been to rehab before is actually humble enough to take a picture with me. So you can't have been here before. So that'll be $100,000 for six more weeks. (laughs) Start six weeks starting now. And he takes the selfie. Yep. Yep. But he does bring the water bottle full of vodka up to his room, and he is looking at it, sadly, in the last scene at the rehab. And then we get the last flashback of the episode, and it's very young, the very little boy Bojack that we've seen before. He comes into the living room to see the room is trashed. There are alcohol bottles everywhere. His parents are passed out. Maybe we're in a fight. Who knows? And he opens the vodka, drinks quite a lot, and then curls up next to his mom, which makes it seem like probably something that happened more than one. The first time you're drinking vodka, you cannot drink that much vodka. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Bojack started drinking as, like, a very young child, and it hurt my heart a lot. And then that was yeah. Happened. When he, like, curls up in his mom's lap where she's just, like, passed out, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, broke my heart. Yeah, it's, like, such a simple, like... I, I don't know that kids are watching the show, but it's like the kind of thing that like you're it's, it's very easy to just like look at this and not like as an adult, it's not easy to look at this and not see anything. But like it doesn't look like outwardly anything like super hard. It's like two people sitting on the couch and there's a child. I mean, but when you like obviously are paying closer attention to it and you see like what this picture actually is and how broken this family is and how broken Bojack is about to be, you know, going into the rest of his life. It's uh, it's quite unfortunate. Yeah. 
very sad. And it kind of goes back to, you know, the episode where Bojack's skipping the eulogy and he talks about how they were all drowning. And this is just one more example of that. Um, hurt my heart a lot. Didn't inform anyone that we were recording this podcast because, once again, I'm a trash human. Um, (laughs) But has anyone pre-submitted feedback on this one? No, we've got some stuff for coming weeks, but nothing for this one. And nothing in the forum and no new reviews, so amazing light feedback week light feedback week we did get a dm on twitter yesterday a new one that i haven't responded to yet but i will after we read it and they said hi i've been watching bojack for two years after being introduced by my partner she used to put it on when we first started talking and now it's my comfort show oh my god are you okay (laughs) i've i've seen every episode at least five times i found your pod earlier this year and i'm finally almost caught up i'm at season five episode 10 so i've been looping season six on my tv to prepare for you guys to start season six i just (laughs) wanted to introduce myself because you're my favorite podcast and i can't believe i only found you as you're almost done also i think it's super cool that you're a woman-run bojack pod because the last thing the internet needs is men talking about bad men who knows what kind of hot takes we'd find there (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah so thank you i'm b is the the name there so i guess i I like how you be I like that they are watching it on a loop and we are like, yeah, we'll watch it for like the second time. Ever. I'm like, God forbid you make me watch the end of Bojack on a loop. Like I, it's, I'm not well. I, I'm truly not well. We did get, there is some, obviously there was the, the birthday feedback, which I think we've already talked about last time we recorded. Yes. Um, Morgan did send thoughts and prayers to you, Lindsay, and ask how you're doing after the COVID reveal. Um, yes, COVID is out of the house. Still well, if anyone is wondering. I can't, I can't believe you didn't get it. I am shocked. <laughs> I know. Yeah, truly That's a miracle. Amazing. And then Morgan says that they are pretty sure that um, RB Dub only listened to season two, episode four of the podcast, which is the one with the joke. Mm-hmm. Not a joke. <laughs> it's a story. Because that is the episode where I say surfs down. Right. So he's not still Yes, RB Dub is back on he's Twitter. Back on like Twitter. We've manifested it. We, we dragged him back to hell. Yeah, because we were like, maybe he'll be back by the time this episode comes out. I don't know when that was, but he's back now. He's back. So that's great. Uh, maybe gone again by the time this episode comes out. You never know. But yeah, so if people want to continue to tweet at us, send us emails, submit to the form, introduce introduce yourself. It makes our day. You can do that at bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or at bojackhorsepod on Twitter. Also, please leave us five-star reviews because we need the validation. Matthew, thank you for joining us. Oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Just, you know, great to, great to, it's like a lingering thing. Like I still haven't been on BoJack or something. <laughs> I gotta do it. So can check it off the list now yes. and, uh, you know, can uh, go back to my usual job of just being, uh, you know, a BoJack, a horse girl and, uh, you know, spending every Tuesday with, uh, with the pod. Yes. So we do own Tuesdays. You're absolutely right. Thank you for queuing you that up do. on the pod. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Well, Twitter at Matt Ligori and you know usually uh, you know we'll tweet out things that I'm doing I, I always like think about how Scally says you know anything I'm doing is on Twitter like I can't promise that because I feel like it's very easy to either forget about promoting things or I just don't want to so I can't promise that but you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ligori follow or check out the choir room if anybody is a fan of Glee and wants over 200 I don't know 50 something episodes talking about that show that was on a long time ago about kids singing in a school it was great and that's it you know the challenge will be back eventually be back podcasting about the challenge with again mentioning him for like the seventh time in this podcast Brian Scali Um, fan favorite and that's that (laughs) 
Yes. Truly, how many times so. will we mention Brian Scali's name on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm starting to keep account for myself over at the Lonely Boys. Aiken's got me on the mind whenever he records. <laughs> he really does, and that's so special for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate any shout out. So, you know, shout out to, to Gagan, to Scally, to all of our yes. amazing. And girls. sorry, Matt, that this episode is over an hour long. We've really made you break your own <laughs> principles on recap shows. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> one of these days I'll, I'll come down firmly on, on one side or the other with my own <laughs> take there because I go back and forth with it. So it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll be okay, okay. Perfect. You can find me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what. There is Riverdale talk over on Kowski cast, Bridgerton talk on post show recaps, Temptation Island talk on the Hot Dummies on Islands podcast feed over at Rob has a podcast. And I think that is everything. Uh, Lindsay is also on Simpsons Then and Now. And I think, did you do Shit 90s Show Taught Me yet? Has that come out? By the time people are listening, I believe it will ju- have just come out, where we will have talked about the 90s show two of a kind and boy do I have feelings about that I'm sure it went well and also by the time people are listening to this you can also listen to the great Grace Leader and I talking about the Big Mouth spinoff Human Resources over on Posher Recaps so so exciting yes check Lindsay out and we will be back next week for season six episode two of Bojack the new client we'll see you then bye bye